What is up, everybody? I am your host, Christopher Jordan. You are now listening to episode three, season one of The Calm. I recorded this intro about 17 times, I swear to you, because I messed it up that many times and I hate messing up intros. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Thank you to everybody who listened to the previous two episodes. In the last episode, I interviewed two SoundCloud rappers and they're actually my younger brothers, which is super cool. So go check that out. Uh, That was a super fun episode to record. And we still are dropping the, uh, the podcast episodes every Saturday so you can expect a brand new episode every Saturday if you want to listen immediately when the episodes are dropped you can go to anchor.fm slash the calm um, and you can you know you can listen right there every Saturday and then we're also now available on Spotify so Spotify might take a little bit longer for the episodes to become available so if I drop it on a Saturday on anchor it might take about you know like another day so it might not drop until Sunday on Spotify but you can go follow us on Spotify and you will get notified whenever we drop an episode there as well so that was super exciting knowing that we're on Spotify man that's the first huge like platform that we're available on and that's always just kind of been a dream of mine to have a, a podcast on like a a large uh a large distribution website or music distribution whatever audio distribution so spotify thank you thank you so much uh for allowing us to put our wonderful wonderful podcast on your platform and without further ado we're gonna hop into this episode in this episode we're gonna be talking about dating uh we're talking about dating and we're also gonna talk a little bit about valentine's day since that's right around the corner um, and I know a lot of you guys are getting your little, you know, your chocolates ready, your teddy bears, your roses, you're getting all that stuff ready. So we're going to talk about some do's and don'ts for Valentine's Day and do's and don'ts for dating. All right. And the first thing I want to talk about is coming up with the perfect date. All right. As a guy, sometimes that was hard to do when I was younger. Absolutely sucked at, at coming up with ideas for dates. It just was like I was too nervous. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how I was supposed to dress. I didn't know. I like I was just kind of like, bro, like what? Why, why am I doing this? Like it was to me, it was like going to the doctor and get my teeth pulled. I didn't want to do it, you know, and I not not even to sound like like, you know, like I was being lazy. I was not being lazy. It was like I would actually put an effort, but it was just super hard for me to come up with um, with ideas and really make sure that the date went the way I wanted it to go. And that's when I'm talking when I was like 17, 18, you know, when I was first starting to date, because in high school, people don't really date. Like if you said you're dating somebody that usually just meant, Hey, we kind of hang out, we make out and we go see movies on the weekends. Then we probably go to the mall. That was like the, (laughs) the scope of dating in high school. Once you get older, it's a lot different. You know, there's a lot more dynamics. Um, and usually a lot more is expected of you. You know, um, so one thing that I want to say is when you're coming up with the perfect date, try to get to know the person you're taking on the date as well as you possibly can. And for first dates, that's kind of hard sometimes because with a first date, maybe you just got the girl's phone number. And I'm talking from the perspective of a guy. So, ladies, you know, you can flip this around when I'm talking. When I say maybe you just got the girl's phone number, you can say, well, maybe I just got the guy's phone number because it's 2019. And I know girls, you you know, you guys are putting in work now, too. You know, you're taking the guys out on dates. You're whining and dining us, which I love and appreciate. And I'll talk a little bit about that later on. Um, But, yeah, so maybe you just got her number and uh, you just said, you know, we're going to meet up. We're going to have a little coffee date. Right. Or something like that. And you want to do something after that. Like first dates, I feel like you can keep very, very simple. It doesn't need to be something insane doesn't need to be something crazy because you don't really know a whole lot about this person. Keep it very traditional. So you can't go wrong with a coffee date. You know, you say, hey, let's meet up at Starbucks. Let's let's just chat. You know, we could just we could sit there, talk a little bit, get some lattes. And then maybe after that, we can go see a movie. That's super, super, super cute. You know, 
more than likely the girl's gonna love it guys i'm giving you keys right now y'all better have your pen and paper ready but yeah uh, she'll probably love that and it's it's very simple it's not too uh it's not too much pressure for her too because sometimes you can kind of turn people off if you go too hard on a first date meaning like you're like you buy her roses and you're like picking her up at her house you're like you know i'm taking you here here and here and you be like 700 dollars on on dinner and a movie and all this extra stuff right sometimes that can be too much and that can kind of turn somebody off so i think simple is best when you're going on a first date just keep it very very simple and short and to the point you know the date doesn't need to be long and drawn out for like three four hours honestly going out for an hour and a half two hours just kind of kicking it chilling talking um and doing something where you guys get to interact and learn as much about each other as possible is probably the best thing to do and you know dinner dates can't go wrong with that who doesn't like food like most people like food so you're probably not gonna get you know turned down if you say let's go on a dinner date that's not a bad thing um so don't feel bad sometimes if you're if you're doing something traditional i used to kind of feel bad about that and be like well maybe i should be doing something more maybe like a dinner date isn't enough maybe she's gonna think that's like just me copping out and not actually trying to put in any effort but um for a first date that's totally acceptable now if you've been in a relationship for a while and you know the person um, or you know your partner a lot better than what you did on your first date, you should be putting in more effort. And what I mean by that is you should be structuring dates around what they like. So instead of going for the more traditional stuff that, you know, maybe you did initially, um, figure out what their interests are, right? So let's say I'm with a girl, right? And I actually have a girlfriend um, and she does like, you know, she does like nature. We've done this before, but we structured one of our dates or well, I, I should say this. It wasn't even really a date. It was more something like we did together, but um, we like being outside. So we structured one of our dates around just hiking. We went to a mountain, uh, went to the top, you know, we like walked around and stuff like that and, and just sort of enjoyed nature. That was a, that was like a day for us. And then after that, we went and got Chinese food. Like it's very simple, but it was structured around something that we both like to do. So say you're dating a girl and she likes uh, she likes comics. She likes Marvel. She's a little geeky. She likes uh, video games and stuff like that. Structuring a date, maybe around going to see like a Marvel movie, say like Infinity War just came out. Right. You take her to go see Infinity War and you guys go do laser tag. Like that's something really, really cool and fun that you can do. Plus, it kind of fits into her geeky like, you know, lifestyle, like what she likes. You know, it's nothing wrong with being a geek, too, because I'm a geek. You know, I'm a geek 100 percent. I love Marvel. I love Avengers. I love Star Wars. I'll talk I'll talk your ear off about that stuff. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about structuring the date around your partner. So I want you to take a moment right now if you're in a relationship or maybe you're not. But take a moment to think about what your partner likes if you're in a relationship. Right. And start to think about and come up with ideas of dates that you could take them on that are structured around those interests. All right. And if you want to take somebody on a first date, man, best advice I can give you when you're coming up with ideas is Groupon and the Internet. OK, there's literally like forums for this. There's there's web pages that have loads and loads and loads of just date ideas, just lists and lists of ideas of different things that you can do. Um, and that's not cheating, too. A lot of people might say, oh, man, that's cheating. That's you being lazy. You're not actually coming up with original ideas. No. The internet is a resource. Use it to your advantage. So, um, you know, one thing that my girl turned me on to was Groupon. All right. I didn't before I met her, I yo, like bless for her. Um, she legit 
she was like, you know, if you're ever looking for like stuff to do and you don't want to spend a whole lot of money, go on Groupon. And I just want to say this podcast is not sponsored by Groupon in any way, but Groupon has great deals on different things that you can do in your city. And plus it will drop you like it will drop a pin in your city. So it'll show you stuff that's local, you know, so you don't have to go super far and you can also get a deal. So if say you saw like a hibachi spot you wanted to go to uh, close by and, um, you know, it's usually like 55 bucks for two people. Groupon will have like a coupon code that you can use and get like a, a full dinner for like 30 bucks. Plus it's somewhere close by and that's a win-win for you. So you just got a $30 meal for something that's usually 55 bucks. You went on a dinner date and now you have some extra cash in your pocket to go do something else. So if you guys want to do something after that dinner date and say you want to go to a movie, now you have some extra money in your pocket to go do that. So um, I always think saving money when you're doing dates is, is a plus because that's something I really sucked at as well i would just spend mad money doing absolutely nothing and stuff that i could have probably did for half the price but it was just kind of like i didn't take enough time to sort of figure out you know how can i budget go on a budget date but at the same time make it cool and make it um make it fun and uh sort of to touch on that as well when you when you're going to get uh, when you're going to date guys and i'm talking to my guys mainly out there you don't have to spend a lot of money like sometimes it's not even about the money and a lot of girls i noticed this like just from my experiences with dating um women they expect and they they appreciate a lot more when you just put in thought put in the time and honestly if the girl is somebody who really appreciates you for you she'll appreciate regardless of where you take her she'll appreciate the fact that you put in time and effort figuring out where to take her okay um and you know kind of kind of to switch over from that i just want to talk a little bit about you know dating roles all right and i know i've talked from the perspective of a guy taking a girl out because in the past that's really what it's been it's been like guys take the girl out guys you're supposed to kind of be the the ones who lead in a, in a relationship and, and do all of these things but in 2019 i think gender roles have changed a lot and i think that's a great thing and um you know, I feel like it's super important, too, for women to realize that your guy, you know, he really appreciates, too, when you when you go out of your way to plan a date for him. And what I mean is, you know, guys, we're very simple. We don't need a whole lot like legit. When I say a date for a guy, a date for me could legit be you bringing me Chinese food at home saying we're going to watch Netflix and you give me like a, a head massage like <laughs> legit it doesn't take a whole lot to make us happy and it, and I don't think guys really expect a lot just because of societal standards and norms and things like that but to me it's super attractive when a girl can go out of her way and say you know what we're gonna we're gonna go date for date and what I mean by that is my girlfriend and I we talked about this thing where we do uh where I take her on a date once a month and then she takes me on a date once a month so we flip-flop you know and having a date for date type of relationship is super important because what that does is it brings balance to things. All right. And it keeps you both in in a space of where you feel like you're being or your love or your efforts are being reciprocated. All right. So if you're in a relationship and the guy's doing everything right and the girl's like, you need to take me on a date. You need to take me on a date. You need to take me on a date. And he's like, all right, I'm taking you on a date. He keeps taking her on dates, 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 dates. And she's just asking to be taken on a date. And he never receives any sort of, um, you know, any sort of love for that, I guess, so to speak. He's going to feel like he's going to get burnt out eventually. He's going to be like, you know, what? I've been taking you on dates week after week, year after year. And after all of this, I'm not seeing any return on that. And not that we take, you know, our significant others on dates just to see a return or just to have them say, all right, I'm going to take you on a date now. I'm going to do something nice for you. But it is nice to, you know, feel that 
that love is being reciprocated, you know, and that they understand that you are putting an effort and that they should put an effort as well. So make sure on both sides of, of the of the table that you're both putting an effort and that that yin and yang exists and that that balance exists, because if it doesn't, you'll start to see that your relationship is going to start to crumble and things are going to start to fall out of place. And then eventually, you know, a lot of people break up over things like that, over dynamics that are not balanced. And to piggyback off of that, one thing I wanted to say as well is keep dates spicy. Keep them interesting. Keep them adventurous. You know, you don't want to keep doing the same date over and over again. So don't just keep doing dinner dates over and over and over and over again. Like you can do a dinner date, but make it make it different. So maybe the first time you went on a dinner date, it was just a casual dinner date. You went on a dinner date. Cool, lit, wonderful, right? So the second time you do it, switch it up. Start it off with something different. Go to a park first. Walk around. You know, incorporate different things into each date to make it different and keep them feeling like they're on an adventure so they don't get bored with the relationship because i feel like a lot of people can also see doing the same thing over and over again as a lack of effort or a lack of care because you're just like all right i'm gonna do the same thing because it's easy i already did it before all right so one thing that i did uh recently is i planned a trip to new york for new year's with my girlfriend so that was something we had never done before and we've been together for about a year so i was like you know what i'm gonna invite a few of my friends um we're gonna plan something we got a hotel and we went up there for new year's and it was great you know and it was something new and it was fun and it was like adventurous and something we haven't done before so doing things like that and incorporating that into your lifestyle and into your dating life is super important and do like vacations vacations are an excellent way to do that all right so I think, and, and this is something great too, you can plan it together as a couple. It doesn't have to be on you as a girl or a guy or whatever. You don't have to plan it alone. It could be like, hey, we want to go to Hawaii and this is going to be something super dope that we can do together and create a lot of memories together. So sitting down and even taking the time to plan the the, the process of planning the trip in and of itself is like a way to date, you know, because you guys have to work together. Um, maybe you have to go talk to a travel agent. And in the meantime, when you're doing all these things, you can, you know, you can you can get closer to one another, you know, because you're working together. You guys are working towards something that you both want. And that's that's going to be super fun. And there's a reward at the end is you actually get to go to Hawaii or Puerto Rico or that destination that you really want to go on. And that's something that I want to do. I haven't done that yet. I haven't done like a date trip, you know, um, but I do want to do that. And that's something I'm going to keep on my radar for the future. Uh, besides within the country, like I don't really count, you know, going to New York and, and doing all these things is is really like a like a trip trip because I live in Connecticut. So it's not super far for me. Um, but yeah, going somewhere far and planning out something like that. That's super awesome. It's super adventurous. And it's something where you create a lot of memories going on a trip. You're going to probably do so many different things and have so many different experiences within those maybe four or five days that you go on that trip that that brings you guys closer together. So that's that's just one other thing that I wanted to add at the end of that. But we're getting closer to the end of the podcast. So before I close out, I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day a little bit as well. Um like we all know, Valentine's Day, very commercial holiday. Obviously, it's just meant to sell you chocolates and teddy bears and whatever else, roses, like I said. But um, I do think it's a great time to, you know, kind of reconnect with your partner and kind of figure out uh, and take this time to uh, figure out what you want out of your dating life. So I think Valentine's Day, outside of just doing the cliche stuff of like, yeah, I'm going to take you to dinner and a movie and I'm going to give you chocolates. Um, It would be great if, if, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast right now, I don't know, guys and girls take this time to reconnect with your partner like sit down at home if you're over the age of 21 uh you know grab some wine watch a movie and talk and don't even watch a movie just talk grab some wine grab some cheese 
you know, some cheddar cheese, uh, sit down, have a little wine and cracker night and just talk to one another, man. Talk about what you guys want out of your relationship. Talk about, you know, what you want to see in the future. Talk about what you want to work on, your goals, your dreams, your sex life, your aspirations. Talk about those things, man. And I think that's really what we should use Valentine's Day to do more um, instead of just, you know, seeing it as an opportunity to go buy some chocolates and some teddy bears and give it to your significant other. Because, I mean, that's cool and all. But at the end of the day, that's not really doing anything. Buying, you know, a stuffed animal with some with some chocolates is not doing anything for your relationship. That's more so the commercial aspect of things. You just bought something. It doesn't really mean anything unless there's some effort behind it. There's some thought behind it. And there's a deeper meaning behind it, you know. Um, so and I can also say that, too, when Valentine's Day comes up, instead of doing the, the very basic and cliche stuff, try to come up with something, like I said, at the beginning of the episode that your partner is really going to like in terms of try to base whatever you do around their interests. Try to base it around um, maybe something that's very sentimental to you guys. So, for example, maybe you went on your first date at this uh, special restaurant in the center of town and it's a super small restaurant. Make a reservation and recreate that first date. You know, go back and be like, act like it's the same day that you guys just met or the same day that you guys went on that first date and just sort of recreate the night, you know, doing stuff like that has a lot of meaning to it because for one, you're doing something sentimental. You're doing something that has value that is going to bring back memories and that's going to create a new memory. And at the same time, it's still something that's romantic and still something um, that shows that you put in time, effort, and it, and it has a lot of uh, love behind it. All right. So that's my advice for Valentine's Day. And that's also a little bit of what I wanted to talk about regarding dating in 2019. Like I said, millennials now, gender roles are flipped. You know, don't, 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 kind of rely on that traditional general like i do think it's great for a man to be sort of like the protector in relationship i love my girlfriend to feel protected i love her to feel you know like i'm i'm there to lead in many situations but at the same time don't forget that you know love has to go both ways on both sides of the table you got to feel love. All right. So make sure whether you're a guy or a girl that you're doing what you can to make your significant other feel loved. Um, and if you're not, you know, talk to them say, say, you know, what, what can I do better? Uh, and, and make sure you communicate that to your partner. If you feel like you're not getting what you need, talk to them, man. Um, don't don't feel like you have to keep your mouth shut and just sit there and suffer through it. Like talk. That's what relationships are about. And I feel like people don't communicate enough. We all text nowadays. We're on Twitter. We're on Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. And we want to communicate through all those platforms. But sometimes we can't even communicate with the peer, or with the people or the person that's laying in bed right next to us. So make sure you do that. Um, so, guys, that has been this episode of The Calm, episode three. If you liked it, make sure you share this with your friends. And like I said, send in questions, send in topics that you want to talk about. We talk about dating like this on the calm all the time. We're also talking about popular culture, talking about relationships. We're talking about all types of stuff. So make sure you send in questions, send in topics that you want to talk about, interact with the show. Let me know what you want to see. Um, because that really means a lot to me. I, I think the thing I value most is is not me talking to you, but it's you guys talking to me. I, I really, really do value what you want to hear um, and what you want to see on the show. And I really want to structure the show around the audience. So thank you so much for listening. Again, you can listen on anchor.fm slash the calm or on Spotify. Follow us. We are now official. I hope everyone has a blessed Saturday. Uh, filled with lots of positivity lots of rest and i will catch you guys in episode four of the con which will be dropping next saturday so stay tuned for that all right until next time 
It's been your host, Chris Jordan, Christopher Jordan, K Sizzle. That's not my name. I don't know. I just said that, but I will catch you guys next time. Peace.